0: hello again and welcome to another episode of the fun fans podcast i'm your host james Diller. with me as always my co-host bailey jackson how you doing
1: bailey everybody's doing well as we get ready for the fourth of july independence day is coming
0: we appreciate you joining us uh we're gonna we're feeling pretty patriotic today we're gonna give you guys some history discussing What our founding fathers did for sport, we're going to break down the most American things out there. We're going to preview the Nathan's hot dog eating contest because that's like the biggest sporting event of the week this week. But there was football this week, so we're going to talk about that. I actually have audio of a post-game interview. And, of course, always we're going to give away some merch. It's going to be a great show. But first, we want to point out that the fun fans are a proud part of the Fanboys Fangirls Sports Podcasting Network. If you're a true sports fan, the Fanboys Fangirls is perfect for you. Find various nationwide podcasts and other sports media at thefanboys.com and all forms of social media. The fun fans are the official podcast for Clemson fans. And, Bailey?
1: We'd like to thank Rubens, one of our title sponsors, Rubens Food, Sports, Spirits, and Catering, the best wings around with two locations in the upstate, 1083 Batesville Road in Greer, South Carolina, and eleven zero two eight Anderson Road in Piedmont. Find them at Rubens c.com rubens is simply a great place to eat for all sports fans
0: oh man so no surprise to anybody i'm sure we were at rubens recently but i just want to point out that i got something i've never gotten before i got the barbecue sandwich don't you know when i think you know if i'm not at a barbecue place i generally don't think get the barbecue sandwich that barbecue sandwich was on point it was one of the best barbecue sandwiches i've ever had so rubens just keeps knocking it out of the park no matter what we order. So anyway, once again, like we've already said, it is uh, approaching Independence Day. We are basically in the holiday weekend. There, there we go. There's some, there's some patriotic uh, spirit. <laughs> That's awesome. So I don't, I don't have anything like that, and I, I wasn't gonna go by. If, if you're just listening to audio, Bailey just put on. Well, you're going to find a video. I'm not gonna spoil. It. Just gotta find it. The hat he um, just put put on.
1: This is compliments to my daughter, Katie. For some reason, <laughs> we have like three of these at my house. Probably some. I will be, I will have it on Tuesday afternoon.
0: Tuesday, yeah, uh, at the Fun Fans first ever uh, 4th of July corporate party. That's right. <laughs> anyway, so speaking of Bailey, he's our research guy. And we're like, okay, it's 4th of July. Not a lot of sports events, sporting events going on. Um. So we did a little research and we thought it'd be very interesting. Happened to find a couple of articles on what our founding fathers did for sporting activities back in and around the year 1776. So just let's listen carefully because this is actually quite interesting. So the colonists brought with them a lot of the games from Europe, of course, such as bowling, football. And I assume when it lists football here, they're probably referring to soccer, cricket, something that's spelled Q-U-O-I-T-S, That that is it's a <coughs> ring that you throw on a stick, similar to horseshoes, they say. Yeah. And cards. Some of these stuck around, but some, such as cricket and, you know, soccer, which soccer's coming back, but fell to the wayside because it really didn't require the necessary skills the colonists needed in their everyday lives. So the big sports during our founding father's time, the 1776 time timeframe uh, that were big, were hunting, fishing, uh, and things that they referred to as blood sports. Bailey, you're a history teacher. Did you,
1: you ever heard of the blood sports? I, I actually did some research here, James. <laughs> um, um, Let's hear it. So f- bowling was more like yard bowling.
0: Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. They didn't have um, the alleys with the,
1: yeah so they were out in the yard right. and so the the puritans in new england it was re- like games like this were like outlawed because they were you know i guess idle time is the devil's workshop with the puritans but football was actually a sport that was like a combination of soccer and rugby wow, and it was it was a very brutal game that they played and and people were getting killed <laughs> playing Playing football, so they had to kind of clean that up a little bit, Um and and I will correct you: soccer's not coming back. Soccer's back, baby. Soccer's yeah, soccer's the most popular sport in the world, and they're playing in Charlotte right now, Team USA.
0: Yeah. Is and it's been back for a while, so true yeah. that. So I was, I was, so the the list of blood sports. Speaking of the football being,
1: that is fighting.
0: Pretty, I mean, fighting. What, what we would so call they call just it, knocked out boxing it goes under the list of blood sports yeah because they just fight till somebody's done uh, some or other blood would sports, fight cockfighting dog fighting and I found these the most interesting bull baiting bear baiting and rat baiting now Bailey do you have any idea what in the world those are
1: the only reason I do <laughs> is because you felt you wrote them in in the, script. the script. yeah <clears throat>
0: Okay, so so you didn't know before, just like me, so bull baiting is when they would tether a bull and then send dogs to attack the bull. And I, this all seemed to re- revolve around gambling was very popular near the taverns. Uh, sure. is, is what we learned. Yeah, so I
1: guarantee you wagers were placed on all of this.
0: <laughs> yeah, the colonist uh, form of tailgating, I guess. bear yeah. baiting was similar. The, they would send dogs to attack captured bears. And then the rat baiting, they would release rat, uh, captured rats in an enclosed area and bet on how long it would take for a dog to kill. Or they would put two dogs in there and bet on which one would kill the most rats. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So dogs, and that's, you know, poor, poor old dogs. That's mostly why they got the reputation for being so mean. Because uh, back in the day, I guess they kind of had to be. Uh, finally, what- there were... The, the card games or gambling, you know, what similar to what we would think, I guess, probably what we see on the Old West movies and TV shows all the time. But also, and I thought this was interesting, sailing, boating was also popular. And apparently, and this was in our research, not specific to South Carolina, but South Carolinian planners were known to spend the summers in Rhode Island sailing. How bougie were the. South Carolinians back then, Bailey.
1: I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> Not Nothing against anybody who sails, but it looks like a lot of work to well, me. And if I'm going to be on a boat, it's going to be more like a pontoon boat.
0: I heard that. There's some sailing. But uh, and we'll, I, I wouldn't mind going to Rhode Island. We're going to need to visit New England one day. That'd be fun. So that's what our founding fathers did for sport way back in the day. So celebrate some independence And obviously, uh, 90% of those, if not more, are illegal now. So there's that. All right. So what about speaking of now? Bailey also found an article that is a list of the 101 most American things in America. And of course, we're not going to go through the entire list of 101 items. But I guess we can at least read worthy of reading the top five what do you think
1: i would well i picked my five that i'm going to expand on
0: okay let's just do that
1: so and and there's some things on there i don't agree with i mean obviously america um american stuff apple (laughs) hot dogs you know fourth of july but this is stuff like a completely incomprehensible system of measurement All right. So do you know that that's very American? Because the system that we use was officially put in place in 1824 by the Treasury Department Mm -hmm. and the Commerce Department. And we are only one of three countries in the world that does not use the metric system. I mean, remember when we were kids, they kept talking about changing over to the metric system.
0: Yes. All right. And, And here we are. We're, we're, we're inches away.
1: Another great American thing is anything Nerf.
0: Yeah, that was funny.
1: All right, so this guy named Ryan Geyer, now get this. I wonder if he died a rich man. In 1969, <laughs> he invented a game called Twister, mm-hmm. sold it to Parker Brothers or somebody, and then he invented the next year the Nerf ball, the first indoor ball. My man. Uh, yeah, and so many billions of those basketball hoops that everybody had sold uh, in the 70s. So I thought that was unique. And then pickup trucks is another thing that I saw. That's definitely American. And uh, Those were first introduced in 1925 by a guy, a guy named Henry Ford.
0: Everybody um, knows Henry.
1: He called it a pickup something vehicle, and that's where the word came from. But it, they uh, they started targeting private individuals people like us yeah. uh in the 30s and 40s and um it went from being like a work vehicle to hey you could actually have a truck and drive it so and you know i enjoy trucks of course uh light beer all right Light beer yeah, so like... w- in we some watch our calories around here well some countries like beer is just you know it has less alcohol it has less it just has less alcohol. Well, in America, it was you know it was first introduced in wo- during World War II. Coors Light actually introduced Coors Light in World War II, and then stopped it, and then reintroduced it until 1978. So the late 70s, early 80s is when light beer really took full force. And then, since you mentioned it earlier, barbecue barbecue which that's is American on the menu for Tuesday. <laughs> now. So barbecue actually originated in the Caribbean islands or Caribbean, however you choose to say it. Hmm. But Southerners have taken it to a whole new level. All right. And I will take it to my level Tuesday. I just bought three huge pieces of pork because Southerners back in the day, what did they have a lot of around the farm? Pork. Pigs. All right. So they had to do something with the pigs. Let's put them in a big pit and smoke them. (laughs) All right. So those were my five that I picked out. Excuse me. I just thought that list was interesting, even though some things on there, i you know, it was in GQ magazine. So yeah. yeah. Not well, a I thought
0: reader. I could tell, yeah, I could tell they were, they were kind of being serious and kind of being sarcastic. Uh The first thing is George Washington's horse. And the second one, like you already said, is apple pie. I was, I was looking for the sports on the list. The first sport on the list is football at number four. So, I mean, that, that, That makes sense. Makes sense to me.
1: Very American.
0: Very American. I'm assuming they're referring to uh, American football. The next sport, I'm assuming it's a sport at number eight is drag racing. We're assuming that's the, with the cars and not the other kind of any kind of. Straight lines. Straight line drag racing. So that's, and that's number eight. So those are the top, those are the only two sports that were in the top 10. And when we're thinking about things that are American, the sport that I figured would be way up there was is baseball so maybe that's because i don't know different magazine maybe would have had baseball higher but i thought and this is where i could kind of tell that uh they were (laughs) maybe being sarcastic i started with about number 15 making lists about america okay that's kind of funny 16 was fireworks 17 is firework by Katy perry 18 is lighting things on fire recreationally Number 19 Those is are
1: fireworks.
0: Yeah, you're right. Number 19 is fire. Number 20 is the word y'all. Number 21, being good at the Olympics. So that's that's another sporting uh, part of the list. And number 22, I thought this was very interesting. It has to do with sports. Calling sports teams that win American League's world champions. And, you know, we, we definitely do that. So uh, yeah. that's very American of us. But I did keep looking – for baseball. Do you know where baseball?
1: Something falls? about calling the national pastime something that's not even a, na- a pastime. Yeah. Like it's so, the national pastime but guess what? It's still going on.
0: It is still going on. So apparently these folks don't have the super high historical American uh feeling of baseball being they America's have pastime. Us. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. It was like 80 something, so I, I want it was way way, way way on down the list, so that was interesting. We will post that link for anyone that is interested. Well, actually, we always post the links that we mentioned with our shows and on our website, so you can check that out for yourself. uh but you know who needs to be on everyone's top one hundred and one list? I'm gonna say j do j do. MC, entertainer, entrepreneur, pep rallies, corporate events, game shows, fundraisers, galas, etc. Just put that man on the mic and let him liven up the party. Not only is Jay doo a friend of mine, I've seen him work, and your organization will not be disappointed. Anytime you add j Do to your function, you can find him at itsjdo.com and on all forms of social media at itsjdo. So we did have a sporting event this week. We had... Football. Woo! That's right. The United States Football League Championship game was last night. Bailey, did you get a chance to check that out?
1: Well, no, I didn't watch that. You sure? I I, I cannot get into football in the middle of the summer. Sorry.
0: Oh, no, it's fine. So, I watched – I think I watched – I watched the beginning and the end. I watched most of the first quarter and then the second half of the fourth quarter. um, Just – So you'll know the Birmingham Stallions defeated the Pittsburgh Maulers 28 to 12. Now, one thing I thought was interesting, I thought these, and I I hate to say spinoff, but non-NFL professional leagues, am I wrong in thinking that maybe the majority of them, because obviously Pittsburgh, I thought they had teams in the non-NFL cities. Is it common
1: for them to have teams in the NFL cities? Well, some of them do, some of them don't. I mean, it's, um, you know, we could go back. Here's a trivia question for you. All right. How many USFL champions have there been? How many total USFL championships have been played?
0: I don't have any idea. It's been around longer than people think.
1: No, that was the fourth one. Oh, it was. (laughs) It was. So the USFL started in the 1980s. To, oh, but To as like. a direct comp competitor to the NFL. Right. And people like Donald Trump owned teams. Um, and Steve Spurrier coached in the USFL. And Sam Mills, who was a big time Saint and Panther, uh, and they still keep pounding in Charlotte because of Sam Sam Mills. He was a, he got his start in the USFL and Steve Young and Bo Jackson and people like that. So, um, Yeah, that's only the fourth one.
0: Well, the fourth one uh, saw Birmingham Stallions on top. They are the USFL champions, 2023. And there is a tie to the Carolinas and to our local sports teams here. The head coach of the Birmingham Stallions is one Skip Holtz. Okay. Before you go
1: any farther, did you see that uh, Pittsburgh's uniforms have the same color scheme as the Steelers?
0: Yes, it probably, and I'm assuming they used the stadium. They played the game last night in Canton at the NFL Hall of Fame place. Right, so I think neat.
1: I think they only had a couple sites they played in all year. I think that could either that's either this league or the other league.
0: It wouldn't um, surprise me. And speaking of, what normally we point out the crowd. The lower deck, not in the end zones, was pretty full. I mean, there were right thousands of people at this game so it wasn't some you know ignored event but you know who else was there watching his son coach
1: was lou holtz there
0: lou holtz was there so hall of fame coach lou holtz and we were able to catch a post-game interview with coach holtz we got it here on audio so listen carefully for the fun fans post-game interview with coach lou holtz father of Head coach of the Birmingham Stallions, Skip Holtz. Here we go. World champion. So yeah, we're right. here with Hall of Fame coach Lou Holtz, father of Skip Holtz, the head coach of the now USFL champion Birmingham Stallions. Coach Lou Holtz, how are you doing today? It's great to be here, James. Just super excited to be part of the Fun Fans podcast. And can't wait to uh, yeah, look forward to another offseason with, with Skip. Well, we appreciate you being with us, Coach. So uh, tell us about uh, what do you thought about the game. Well, those stallions came out blazing. I mean, I told Skip before the game, you know, it's a championship game. So it don't matter what you've done, what you do tonight. You've done your preparation. It's up to the players now it's just to leave it all on the field. And I think the passing game was too much or Pittsburgh, and they just couldn't stop the stunts coming either. The defense played great, and they just had a great all-around game. Yeah, I agree, Coach. And what do you think, Skip, what does this mean for his team in the future? Well, you know, it is the USFL, and when you think about the future, you really got to think about preparation. It don't matter what you're doing in life. You got to be prepared. You got to do what is meant for you to do. So I just tell Skip all the time you think about things, you do things, and it's like you got to be ready for whatever life sends you. Coach, you can't go wrong with that type of advice. Once again, we appreciate you being with us. Uh, thanks again. And tell, tell Skip that congratulations on the championship. Thanks, James. Thanks. It was great being with you. Well, there you go. I mean, you heard what Coach Holtz had to say about the game. That was pretty much my, my same interpretation. I, I feel
1: like I need to wipe my face off.
0: <clears throat> and Actually, um, Coach Holtz is always full of good life advice, too. You ever go to the clinics when he was coaching at South Carolina?
1: Yeah, I wonder they were, if they were prepared the night um, the scoreboard lights almost blew out in Columbia.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, no yeah, he didn't
0: have the greatest of runs in, uh, mm-hmm. as a Gamecock, but... We appreciate him uh, taking the time out.
1: <laughs> and we appreciate him coaching there, too. Thank you. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> appreciate him him doing that for us here on the Fun Fans Podcast. So we are definitely ready for some football here on the Fun Fans Podcast. I know some folks are counting down the days, um, but we got some stuff to do, some summer to get through before we get there. But we are definitely looking forward to this fall and some football. So in upcoming sporting news on July 4th is the biggest event – Second only to the spelling bee, the script spelling bee, and that would be the Nathan's hot dog eating contest.
1: First of all, have you? Nathan's hot dogs are good.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, they're
1: really good hot dogs. Uh, I have some research here, James.
0: Let's, that's, I hope so.
1: Joey Chestnut goes for his 16th Nathan's hot dog title. In 2021, he set the 10 minute record eating 76 hot dogs in 10 minutes. And then the women's record is owned by Sonia Thomas, who in 19, 2012 ate 45 hot dogs in 10 minutes. Okay, I feel like I'm full. I, I sit in my chair and think, why did I eat that second hot dog? <laughs> If we have hot dogs, I can't imagine eating 76 or 45 for that matter.
0: Joey Chestnut needs to be up there with with the Wayne Gretzky's, the Michael Jordan's. I mean, really, if you started comparing numbers, he would probably be the best athlete of all time if, across all, you know, if you tried to compare one sport to other sports. Probably couldn't score a point or do anything successful in any other sport maybe. But I mean, you
1: got to give him credit. Well, they don't even eat the hot dog; they just they, eat. so. What What happens after? I don't. Like, that I part doesn't. There are no I, highlights of that. Part. I don't even. Yeah, I want to yeah. see the post game. <laughs> what that looks like.
0: Talk about a Port-A-John segment. Anyway, anyway,
1: <laughs> it is time for our weekly giveaway. Thanks partly to our friends at Diamond Edge Products. These guys have mastered a diamond laser engraving process, and they can put almost any design on items such as license plates, yard signs, tumblers, water bottles, and more. And you can get forever long-lasting, I'm sorry, high-quality, forever-lasting custom engraved products. Check out Diamond Edge Products at DiamondEdgeProducts.com. And you can talk to Jalen, Jalen Dillard, J-A-Y-L-I-N, at Products.com. For your information, and you can get merch on the Fun Fans Merchandise Store because Diamond Edge Products is now an officially licensed partner with Clemson University. So check it out.
0: Yeah, they got some really cool Clemson stuff. So get in touch with Jalen, get in touch with us, and we can get you some stuff ordered and get you some really, really cool, high-quality Clemson stuff. So we're going to give away our koozie. Is it time for a koozie or a tumbler? I've got koozie on here, so we'll go with koozie. And this week's winner goes to Brandon from Brandon's Sports Talk. So he's really been helping us out on social media, and he actually did an interview with me and Bailey that he – I don't know if he's posted. I meant to go look today to see if he's posted it. but uh, So that will be coming out soon. So, Brandon, we appreciate your support. We appreciate you having us on, and I'll reach out and get your uh, mailing address and get you a koozie. How can you win? All you have to do is share any of our shows on any social media and you'll get entered into a drawing to get your own high quality Diamond Edge product, fun fans, Tumblr, or Koozie. Just a reminder that we are channel 24 on the World Sports Broadcasting Network. That's streaming and on TV if you download the Boxcast app. So we'll put those links when we post everything with the other links that we post. And you can sit there and watch the fun fans, just like you're watching ESPN. And we can't
1: get... I'm sorry.
0: No, you're good, good. Well,
1: there, there's a few other sporting things going on. One, the Gold Cup. All right. And this is an interesting story. So, the Gold Cup is a soccer competition between North America, Central America, and the Caribbean Islands. Okay. So, it's in the United States. Uh, they're currently playing in Charlotte right now. They're up three to nothing and they're going to win their group in advance to the uh, quarterfinals or the – not the quarterfinals, but the round of 16, I think they call it. Mm-hmm. But they're playing in Charlotte, and Charlotte has a turf, a synthetic turf field. They put down grass over top of the turf this week. Interesting. How do, I don't even understand it. Like, it blows my mind. But anyway.
0: Why would you put – well, well I mean, because the grass, they
1: won't, they won't play the soccer match on turf.
0: Did they take the? How does the? What's the grass? Does it stick to the turf? Does it? Take, I,
1: I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to do more research.
0: It wouldn't surprise me they took the turf up and no, then put. No, they didn't
1: do that. They put some layer of something on top. Yeah, and put it down. Now, in other news, Major League Baseball announced his All Star teams today. You can check that out on all your sports media outlets. That's interesting stuff. NBA is currently in free agency, right. uh, which there's some interesting stuff on ESPN about that. And then Ricky Fowler, you know, Ricky Fowler, golfer.
0: I, yeah, I did watch a little bit. Well, yes, go ahead.
1: He won today for the first time since February 3rd, 2019. He went all the way from like a mm. top 10 player in the world to ranked, to being ranked 185 in the world, which is still really, really good. Um, right. Last fall. And now he has, he's cre- completed the comeback and he's won again. So it's a good story if you can look that up and check it out. But I just wanted to share my, my information I had for the sports world.
0: All the highlights coming straight to you from the Fun Fans Podcast. Thanks to Bailey and his research. You know, I just bring up all the silly stuff. Bailey wears the silly hat. What is not silly is Wayne Buckingham's Gala Orange and White Fundraiser Weekend. So don't forget about that fundraiser. Once again, we're going to share the link. It'll be an opportunity for you to rub elbows with big-time Clemson players and coaches such as Horace Grant, Dale Davis, LaVon Kirkland, Michael Dean Perry, Coach Danny Ford. The list goes on and on. You can reach out to us for more details, and the links will be posted on our website and our social media as well with all the other links that we've mentioned. So reach out to us for your official Dominic product. Merch. We hope you learned something about the history of our nation's sports today. We want to appreciate Coach Lou Holtz for the interview. We, um, we'll we be back next weekend, Sunday, our normal time, uh, with another different kind of first. And uh, it's really getting time. When, when Independence Day is kind of the rollover and to most people from the summer starts to come to an end, even though we really don't want it to, the fun things we're doing, and maybe the extra time off we're getting from work maybe, and the weather's so great. But that, the good sign about that is, is football great? season. Well, it's hot. It has, yeah, it's kind of messy these past couple of days. Woo. But uh, Football, it's a sign once once we Independence Day is coming gone, it's a sign that football season is right, around, right the corner. around the corner. And we said this last time, you guys have fun Independence Day. Celebrate the fourth. Celebrate our country's birthday, but be safe. Be safe while you're out there doing it. Don't don't be don't come back with nubs and have having fingers taken off or blown off. You got any Please any don't new tips? Yeah, don't do that. So thanks again for checking us out each and every week. Don't forget to click subscribe on your favorite platform, especially YouTube. Find us at Fun Fans Podcast on all forms of social media. On behalf of the Fun Fans Podcast, J Thrilla Entertainment, the Fanboys Fangirls Podcast Network, and Bailey Jackson.
1: Happy birthday, America! Happy birthday, America. Thanks for listening.